This is Chris with Tony. Hi. <laughs> what are we talking about today? We are talking about the coronavirus. <laughs> Hot topic. Yeah. What about it? Okay. Uh, recently, they had a passing away outside of China. And the first person is a Filipino guy. Since you're Filipino. No, he's not. No, it wasn't Filipino. Oh, I thought it was Filipino. It's in the Philippines, but he's Chinese. He's a tourist. Oh, well, regardless. Since you're a Filipino person. So are you. <laughs> you've resided in the Philippines. Oh, okay. What do you think about this uh, coronavirus in the Philippines? People should be scared. Why? Because it's already there. It's going to be. It's close quarters everywhere. So it's going to be... It's not hard for a virus to spread. <laughs> it's it's pretty funny also that um, before you know that came about, mm-hmm. they were saying that <laughs> oh, Philippines is yeah. uh, coronavirus free. So a little kind of yeah, and then that it happened there afterwards. Yeah, like, and then after. yeah, and then after they announced that we're still Philippines is still virus free, the mm. next day. They say, oh, we have our first case. And then the day after that, we have the second case. And then this guy dies. That sucks. Yeah. Why do you think they're so ill-prepared in the Philippines? Um, How is it different from, like, you know, Canada? <laughs> or in Canada, by the way? I have no clue. I'm, really? not, I'm not in the medical field. But okay. I think, um, one, Yeah. the reason why there, ha- there haven't been so many cases reported was because... There aren't that many checks okay. being done on people. Oh, I, I think you mentioned before that they also have tents outside. That's how they quarantine people. <laughs> yeah, I just saw that. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I saw that on a news article. Okay. I've yet to confirm it, but I saw pictures outside of this one, um, one of the bigger hospitals. Sure. So rather than being crazy. in a controlled environment where you're containing the virus, they're just out in the well, streets. Well, I think they closed off. The tents are closed off, but sure. I don't know if I would trust a tent. Yeah, because a, ch- a tent's not going to do anything. Right? I mean, China had to construct a whole new hospital. I- actually, I think they made two. Well, it's China's fault, so they should <laughs> be responsible for this. <laughs> yeah, shit. But they, no, but come on. They had to construct like two hospitals housing, what, 2,500 patients, I think, in 10 yeah. days. So to be able to contain everything, mm. do the necessary tests, and then quarantine mm. people. So. I think a tent would be, <laughs> would not be. Okay, what, what do you think? Are they going to be done in like a couple of years? They're going to wipe out half the population in the Philippines? What's going to happen? Heck? No. Do you have any like bad no. predictions? No, I don't think so. I think they're, you think they're going mean, to be okay? I hope so. With their ghetto yeah. uh, quarantine <laughs> methods. How dare you get a quarantine? <laughs> no, but the thing is, I think Filipinos have. Good immune systems, I would say. I think that, that, I do. Fucking Chinese people have uh, <laughs> good immune. They fucking use sewage water as fucking oil in their food. Okay. <laughs> that is that is unconfirmed. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, Chinese know. people have strong resilience to shit. Also, well, people in the Philippines are taking precautions. Okay. By themselves, like I know. Um, Wearing I diapers know someone... on the face. I've seen that too. Diaper. <laughs> Diaper in the face? Is that? I think it's napkins. Like napkins. Yeah, <laughs> that they're using female hygiene products yeah, that they're exactly. using on their face. No, it's just a joke. Come on, they're using surgical masks, but 
this aren't readily well, available. Well, those things don't point. work anyways, regardless of the fact. No, like, no, apparently they do. I thought, like, you could get infected by uh, contact, skin contact, and stuff like that. No, no, no. It's droplets. Droplets. Yeah, and it has to be. Um, like, if someone sneezes, okay. the droplets, like, um, what if they, I sneeze they in my, linger. In my hands. What if I sneeze in my hands? Maybe? Yeah, but that's the thing. If you sneeze in your hands, it's going to be on your skin. It's going to be a lot for a couple of hours, a few hours. But I don't know. Don't touch me. Excuse you. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> Did you hear about this guy uh, on a flight to Jamaica? And then when they were like oh, almost yeah. there, this guy That's yells he that he has like fucking the coronavirus. And he's been to Wuhan. Crazy. Fucking and then they had, to, they had to go back to Toronto. Yeah. yeah Fuck this guy. I know. He went everyone's vacation, but yeah. he has a court date. Okay, I don't know good. what will happen. You should send him to Wuhan for real. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's his punishment? Yeah, send him to fucking Wuhan. He said he's been yeah. to Wuhan. Send him there. Yeah, I know. Have him quarantined. I think that's the most just punishment you could give this guy. <laughs> fucking send him there. <laughs> you're saying that. You're like... Yeah, in a perfect world, that would happen. But <laughs> I don't think they're going to be sending this guy. He's probably going to gonna kill more people in Wuhan. Really? If we send him there. He's a rapper, apparently. Oh, yeah. He's a alleged <laughs> uh, rapper that was going to film a music video or record music in Jamaica. Okay. Yeah. No, he this... just ruined that. That no. was If that was a deal yeah. he'd already made to make music. Alleged. Like, just... fucking, this guy's a nobody. He's no one. I don't know. We don't know that. No. Yeah, we don't know him. So no. <laughs> He's like Vanilla Ice. Yeah, vanilla ice is good. No. What are you talking about? Okay. We grew up with vanilla ice. Okay. Like, I'm not going to ask you any questions about music <laughs> further. Going forward, music will not be a topic we'll be discussing. What? I know a lot about music. Vanilla ice? Yeah, vanilla ice. Okay. What, what ice, do you know? Ice. I knew it. I knew that was the song you were going to sing. What else does he have? Uh, see? Exactly. <laughs> Is he considered a one-hit wonder? I'm not sure. Well, I don't think he has anything noticeable. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Well, I guess that's it for now. We'll, uh, <laughs> Are we done with the coronavirus? Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll check back in the happenings of the world in the future. We'll see what other topics come yeah. up. I think, I think we need to get updated ourselves Yeah. to see. Are you taking precautions to protect yourself whenever you go out in public? Well, no, I don't take <laughs> I don't take precautions. Period. No. No well, precautions. Well, apparently, um, to that's why I live my life. To boost your immune system. Yeah. You, it helps if you drink, like ginger, tea okay. with honey. Okay. I don't know. Well, okay. I don't know how that, but apparently it helps. No, so. I don't. That would be so. good. That would be good to know. You should get some Ishigaki products and <laughs> some Veda. That is, yeah, v- you do need antioxidants. Fucking Veda Plus. <laughs> Just load yourself okay. with vitamins Go and to the nearest, your nearest Veda Plus Ishigaki <laughs> store. <laughs> what is Veda Plus? And get your supply. No, I'm seeing it all over the place. They're like, oh. <laughs> I don't know. I know Ishigaki. I'll, I'll link you up later. Okay. <laughs> good. Thanks. All right, guys. So we'll check you again later. <laughs> okay. Bye. Hi, today we're discussing immigration. I have an expert with me. <laughs> expert? Yeah, who's like well-versed so in, well in these type of things. <laughs> okay, let's say I'm well-versed when it comes to someone with a similar situation. Okay, so uh, yeah. uh, Tony gets a lot of questions about immigrating to Canada or any other place since she has experience in uh, 
you know, uh, immigrating herself. Yep. So let's do a hypothetical and just like to help others there. You know, that frequently ask you, they could just kind of turn on to this. Yep, exactly. Okay, let's, I'll be a hypothetical person trying to immigrate to Canada. What would you okay. like, how would you advise me? Like, let's say I want to get here. I'm from the Philippines. I'm trying to mm-hmm. go there or Canada. What would your advice be? Okay, well, um, first off, I would recommend, regardless of your demographic, is that the right term? Okay, sure. Like your age, your education, your work experience sort of thing. Regardless of that, of those things, I would suggest starting with the official website. Which is? What's which is, which? yeah, www.cic.gc.ca. Okay, what can I find in this website? Right, so it actually has all of the information you will need. Okay. All the official information you will need if you want to move to Canada. Okay. You just need to find it. That's the, that's the tricky part of the process because it's all in there, but they're all in a jumble. Oh, hold up. I'm well, I'm, <laughs> I'm a lazy Oh my I'm a lazy I'm Obviously. a lazy dude and I don't want to go through reading this stupid website. Okay. Right. Let's like could you what what's your advice then? Okay. Um Oh my goodness, where to start? So Okay. Let's say um say you're 30 years old for example okay professional handsome 30 year old <laughs> professional oh yeah okay. let's go with 30 year old okay <laughs> professional who okay. has worked abroad for let's say a couple of years okay three years why not so like not from the philippines but let's say yeah. i don't know somewhere in the middle east dubai i was yeah. working in dubai for you're, like what would you like to be what kind of professional a prince and- <laughs> that's not a professional <laughs> Really? No. <laughs> Man, that's my dream. <laughs> Pick something else. Something okay. less glamorous. How about I work for the... Uh, I'm a bus driver. No. um, That would be tricky. Man, you're just shooting down all my no, dreams. No, profession. Dude. Like, um... Yeah. Okay, what's the most common? Nurse. You're a nurse. Okay. Let's say you're so a, racist. Let's say you're a 30 year old Filipino nurse working okay. in the Middle East looking to migrate because. Racist. Yeah, because you want a more permanent situation. Okay, because, cool. again, because again, my own country. Okay, cool. okay. I'm right. a nurse. Yes, okay, go ahead. Okay, so let's see. Um, so I would recommend going into the Federal Skilled Worker Program. Okay. Okay, so um, Canada has this express entry program okay that lets professionals okay um immigrate to the country okay and underneath that umbrella they have several programs the most popular and the one i would recommend most would be getting into the federal skilled worker program okay because this is just based on my experience i just want to remind you because once you get to qualify yeah. under that program, you can enter the country as a landed immigrant. Okay. Which means you will be a permanent resident. Okay. By the time you enter Canada. So that means I don't have to marry anyone to say yes. <laughs> well, you could if you want to, but it will be based on love. Okay, good. <laughs> right? So, um, yeah, I would suggest going to the website, cic.gc.ca. Look under Federal Skilled Worker. Okay. That's under extras entry and then what you want is you want to check your 
Comprehensive Ranking System Score, CRS okay. Score. I'm not sure about the meaning okay. of the acronym, but it's CRS What's Score. That, is that like your written or uh, English fluency or what's that? Well, it actually encompasses everything okay. that they are basing the point system on. Okay. So English okay. proficiency is one. Sure. They also give you a score based on your age. Ooh, I, I got know. 10 out of 10. <laughs> I wish it were that simple, but um, what else? So your, did I say your English proficiency, yep. your um, age, your education. Okay. And then... I went to Harvard, by the way. Harvard, Cabal. Yeah. I'm <laughs> just kidding. You don't even know where that is. <laughs> and then... Um, what else? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and your work experience. Okay. Especially if you worked abroad. Okay. Or you actually had the opportunity to work in Canada. Okay. Right. So it, it's a series of questions that you have to answer. Okay. I would suggest answering Wait, truthfully. Do I, do I have to pay for this? Cause no. I'm like, okay, I'm like cheap as hell. I don't want to pay for <laughs> shit either. <laughs> well, it's just on the website. It's a CR, It's um, Just look up CRS tool. Okay. You can Google it. Sure. But I would suggest making sure that it's on the actual website, not okay. on any other website, because other agencies that um, that are into helping people immigrate to Canada would have tools of their own. Mm-hmm. But just go to the source. Okay. So that would be the most accurate, I would say. And then um, this is the tricky part, because you will be asked about the equivalent of your degree. Okay. For example, in the Philippines, well, um, where did you study? I'm like a doctor in the Philippines. A dog? Oh, sorry, a doctor. A doctor. <laughs> doctor, doctor. <laughs> did you say? Sorry, I misheard that. Okay, so. And um, I became a nurse when I went to um, the Middle East. What? <laughs> That's not how it works. Yeah. But okay, whatever. Let's say that happened. So, you will, ha- you will have to. Um, it's like a do I have an to educated do like, guess. No, do I have to do like a test? So like kind of like an exam of sorts to qualify to prove that I have the qualifications or Um, the only test you'll have to take is the IELTS. Okay. International okay. English language okay. test. Okay. I forgot what the S stands for, but that's the only test that I took. Okay. Right. Um it actually is um, it gives you a score sure. for English comprehension. Mm-hmm. So um, if you want to learn more about it, yeah. you can just Google IELTS, okay. I-E-L-T-S. Yeah. And basically has four components, which is reading, writing, speaking. Okay. What's the other one? I forgot. Listening. Se- listening. Sex appeal. No. Yes. <laughs> Sex appeal. Oh, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have to take that test. <laughs> yeah, because they would be like, fuck, leave, lady. What are you doing here? <laughs> so all of these, yeah. like it would go into your CRS score. Okay. You want to make that score as high as possible. Mm-hmm. Right? Because um, what they do is, whatever score you get, mm. once you have put in your profile in the Xbox entry, it will be ranked. All mm. of the profiles in that pool mm-hmm. will be ranked accordingly. Mm-hmm. And then they don't publish this part. Sure. There is a cutoff for the score okay. for every round okay. that they send out invitations. So no, there's no like 
public board or website where they list everyone's no scores. No, they just tell you oh, man, you get an invitation. And not, no one's gonna know that don't. I'm like a dumb. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, this year our score is okay. like a totality of everything you are. I How much is say. that? Do I have to pay for that? No. Oh, what cool. do you mean? No, the IELTS. I have to. Pay oh, for the that. IELTS. You gotta pay for it. It's okay. quite steep. Um, okay, let me see. So, right. So just so we're on the same page yeah. here, go to cic.gc.ca. Yeah. Look up CRS score. Yeah. Answer the questions regarding yeah. your age, your education, yeah. your IELTS score, okay. and your work experience abroad. Mm-hmm. And then you need to generate a score. Okay. Okay? Your CRS score. Yeah. So, if it's 400 plus, yep. I would say based on historical evidence. Um, yeah, CRS scores. Yeah. The previous ones where they gave out the invitations, invitation to apply, which mm-hmm. is called ITA usually. Mm-hmm. Um, based on that, your score could be good enough okay. to give, uh, to, sorry, to get an ITA or an invitation to apply. Ooh. Yeah, that is what you want. Okay. The ITA. Remember those three letters yeah. because that is what you're after. That is when Canada is actually inviting you okay. to apply for your permanent residency. Okay, cool. Right? I got uh, 500. <laughs> I don't know. Based on what? <laughs> My age, sex appeal. <laughs> Your height, weight. Yep. It's probably the weight. Yep. <laughs> the the best number. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's see here. Um, yeah, so remember those things. Um, sorry, I'm just checking here. All right, so next is you're going to have to list your occupations. Okay. Um, especially during the last 10 years. The previous 10 years. Okay. Those were some dark years. <laughs> I bet. I can see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the aura. So, make a list of occupations you've had mm-hmm. for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have to check the National Occupation Classification, or NOC. Okay. It's all in the website. Again, yeah. this is all... Wait, so all these subs that you're telling me right now are on the website? Yep. It is. Very cool. Yeah. Okay, so NOC. And you start, of course, with a job title. Okay. So in the Middle East, you were a nurse, right? Let's say. Well, nurse. Like. (laughs) You're a man nurse. (laughs) No, one of those, like, I play a nurse on stage. (laughs) What, you're an actor? (laughs) No, let's just go with the nurse. Okay. Okay. So you're a nurse. So look it up under the NOC. Yeah. But you have to make sure that you match not just the title, okay. but the job description Okay. for the nurse. So you, you have to do this for every job you've ever had. Okay. Okay, and that will let you determine which class your job... Wait, job within the 10 years, right? Yeah. Not every single... Yeah, within the okay. 10 years. I mean, usually people who are applying for Canada would have 
would have all of their jobs like within the 10 years because no. let's say for you like you're 30 no i get it no i'm just saying that don't go over like the 10 years maybe like don't list all your occupations oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. yo you, wor- you worked at mcdonald's when you're 14 that's probably not necessary yeah that's that's true okay good point but no the philippines what okay it's child labor what are you talking about no i don't know what i'm just <laughs> 10 years guys within okay, 10 sense. year period right okay so you will have to determine which class your job falls under okay because the priority for express entry is given to jobs in class zero, class A, and class B. Did you have to do this too? I did. Oh. <laughs> like in the past 10 years, I've actually, this is just, this is something specific to me, right? In the past 10 years, I've had four jobs. Okay. Before coming to Canada. They all fell under class zero, A, B, C. Zero? That's a zero. Um... If I'm not mistaken, that's where you are a supervisor or a manager. Oh, so it's higher up. It's higher thing, yeah. I thought it was like like low, <laughs> like an entry position. No, it's so high, they had to give it a number. The others are letters. <laughs> so, okay. So yeah, so um, and then if you have a job that falls under class 0A or B, mm-hmm. you have to apply under that job. Okay. That's like going to be your main mm-hmm. main um, occupation. But also you have to balance that with the length of time you've held that job. Okay. Like let's say you had a job under class zero, mm-hmm. but you only held it for like a year. Mm. And then you had another job under class A, you held it for three years. Mm. I would say go for the class A you've mm. had for three years. Just because you've had it for longer, you would have had more experience and also because, remember when I mentioned before that when you get your CRS score, mm-hmm. um, you're asked how, how long you worked abroad? Mm-hmm. That also counts. You okay. get points for... The longer you're outside the length, of your... Exactly. The okay. length of time you worked outside of your own country. Uh-huh. Right? So, let's see here. Um, once you have... An idea of your possible score. Mm-hmm. But because at this point, you probably wouldn't have taken the IELTS yet. And then you don't have your equivalency certificate for your degree. Okay. Like whatever the equivalent is. Sure. If you took your degree in Canada. Yeah. Right. Um, so at this point, you would have an idea. It's mm. not your actual score. It's just an estimate. Um, make an express profile entry. Express entry profile. Mm-hmm. And then... You have to include all of your family members. Ooh. Yeah. Up okay. to your parents' siblings. Okay. I would say. So make sure not to forget anyone. Yeah. And then at this point, you could also make a profile in the job bank to start applying for jobs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which helps. Sure. Because let's say you have, say you have 400 points. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, when you submitted your profile, mm-hmm. you already have jobs lined up. Yes, you get extra points. Okay. If you have a job offer. Okay. Which would help you a lot. Sure. Right. Um, also, make sure you schedule your IELTS exam as soon as possible when you're ready. Should, would you suggest kind of getting your estimated score before doing your IELTS? Or do you want your IELTS? You should just do it regardless. Um, it depends. Well, the thing is, your IELTS actually just 
gives you an equivalent, let's say a number okay. for your skills. Okay. Right. Um, What's the most you, would, you could get? Nine is a perfect score. For everything? So how many subjects? For all of, for the four, um, to call those again. It's reading, writing, listening, and speaking. Okay. So, Six of you. <laughs> no, that's not included. <laughs> it's just the four. Okay. So, I got, perfect score is nine. I got 40 out of all of them. Not 40. No. 40. No. It's just nine each. Okay. And that's given to native speakers. Nine? So if you're not a native speaker, yeah, you can still get like an eight, eight point five. That's okay. right. Yeah, and then everything is um. You will see. You okay. have to go through the CRS tool, to see, what difference it makes if you have a lower or higher score, okay. on your IELTS, right? So, in my case, mm. I just took the IELTS exam. Mm-hmm. Just so I would have an idea. I mean, I did do the CRS tool mm -hmm. to get my score and to get an estimate of my score mm -hmm. and then afterwards I just took the IELTS mm -hmm. and then I'm like okay you would see the difference like um I would say get as high a score as possible on your IELTS because if I'm not mistaken if you have like one point higher on your IELTS it means you get three points higher on your CRS score. Mm -hmm. do, do you understand like mm -hmm. how how big sure. that would be? I could be wrong on this part, but when I checked um, my score before to get yeah. the, to get an idea, that's the that's how sure. big the difference was. And sometimes it makes a huge difference. Yeah. You need every point you could get. Every point matters. Yeah. Okay. So um, also, if you want to have an idea about. Um, what the equivalent of your degree is. I would suggest going to this website. It's also in the CIC website. Mm -hmm. It's just that um, this is a third-party accreditation agency. Mm -hmm. They're called WES. Are you like uh, affili affiliated no. with any of these? Like, I, just okay. used, I just used that service because they were the cheapest. Okay, cool. <laughs> but they're called the World Education Services. Yeah. Just go to WES.org. Mm-hmm. And then you just need to answer another set of questions there so that you will see what is the equivalent of your certificate of your education in the Philippines, for example. Mm -hmm. Although it, they do have for other countries too. But your degree in your country, what would be the equivalent mm -hmm. in Canada? Okay. That's it. Sure. We'll probably have the, the uh, links to these websites on the description. So just sure. check those out. Yeah, exactly. So... I know it's quite a, it's quite a lot to take in just okay. to start. Sure. But this is giving you, like, not just a start, mm -hmm. but also letting you be more forward thinking, yeah. because you you don't want to just start an application. You sure. want to make sure, or at least have a good idea. Sure. Whether you would get in or not. It's a it's a guideline of sorts. Exactly, and also. Don't despair if, let's say, you realize at some point that this is not the right program for you or sure. let's say you maybe you feel like you don't have enough points to qualify. There are other programs. Okay. We would discuss that actually okay, later cool. on. But for this one, I would suggest checking your eligibility mm -hmm. for the Federal Skilled Worker Program mm -hmm. under Actress Entry for Canada 
just because in my opinion mm -hmm. it's the best program to get into canada Ooh. yeah it's okay. through this program that sure. that would be the best because at least once you land in canada uh -huh. you get your permanent residency okay and then if you want to study you're yeah. good you're gonna like there are other perks mm -hmm. like a number of perks that you will get okay. and then also you can just start working cool and that's what we all want right yeah. I'll make that money. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, um, maybe I should tell you, like, just to give an idea how much things would cost. That would be good, right? Okay. So for the IELTS, I I um made a rough estimate mm -hmm. um, for these things into pesos. So for the IELTS, I spent around 10,000 pesos. Okay. For the education certificate. Oh. Equivalent, yeah, yeah, I got you. Sorry, for, from Wes, yeah, it's actually around 15,000 pesos, mm -hmm. and then I had to pay for a medical exam, mm -hmm. which is about 10,000 pesos as well. Well, I think that will, you know, kind that's of, later, yeah, yeah. Once you get your invitation to apply, and then you actually get your visa sure. to come here, but um, also the visa fees, yeah, this is after. You receive your invitation sure, to apply. This is and when then, all green lights are lit. Yeah. yeah. When after the universe aligns. Okay. So that's roughly forty thousand pesos. Okay. Right. So, it, what it, what is that? Seventy five, if I'm not mistaken. Sure. Yeah, thirty five plus. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 70, and all these expenses 000. are not immediate. These are kind exactly. of like in, you know, after you do one step, then you do another yeah, one. Exactly. They're staggered. Yeah. That's true. So, I know it sounds like it's a lot of money. But to give you hope, okay. <laughs> when I started my application, I only had enough money for the IELTS. Okay. And then, like, the next month, I had to get my WES certificate. Sure. I'm like, okay, I still have enough money for that. Sure. And then, you know, it all worked out in okay. the end. Yeah. Sure. Well, it's thank you for that. Um, if you want to, you know, get into contact with Tony, we'll have her... <laughs> You know details in the description also just in case if there's any questions that you guys want to ask her yeah i would okay. be happy to help and also good luck with the application chris okay <laughs> all right thank you male nurse chris <laughs>to popular demand wow popular we are revisiting immigration again yep but this time we're going to be discussing some uh common misconceptions yeah yeah or yeah. What else? mistakes mistakes that people are doing i guess it's like um it's a dispelled doubt basically okay. all right what kind of doubt are we um i you know i want to encourage you we want to encourage you by Making sure that whatever nagging doubts you might have, okay, we have an answer for that. Okay. Okay. So hopefully we would do well on this one. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm yeah. pumped. Let's go. Yeah. So so the reason why uh, we want to discuss this is because I recently had one of my very close friends mm -hmm. ask me about all of a sudden out of nowhere mm -hmm. asked me about moving to Canada Ooh. yeah where's he from? from the Philippines oh you're not supposed to say that it's a secret <laughs> it's not a secret 
<laughs> yeah, well, okay, fine. Let's call it the Philippines. Are you gonna give out his full name too? Well, no, yeah, yeah. of okay, course okay, not. Okay. It's John. Yeah. Ben, ben, ben Freeman. Okay. Good. Ben? Ben Freeman? Ben Freeman. Well, doesn't sound very Filipino, but okay. Okay, what, what did Mr. Freeman say? <laughs> ben, sorry, Ben Freeman. Okay. Alright, so, um, well, basically, he was asking me how to go about it. Yeah. Very broad question. He didn't listen to the last one? Is he really your friend? What the <laughs> fuck is this guy saying? I come no, I think he was just, um, he was out of his depth. Okay. Is that, is that what you call it? Like, sure. he just doesn't know where to start. He's a slow friend. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like, yeah, so okay. he just, he's Don't just kind of lost. He's not going to listen to this. No, probably, whatever. <laughs> he's just kind of lost. Yeah. So one of his concerns, actually not exactly a concern, but the sounds of it, um, so he's 34. Oh man, he's a dude. Mm. Sorry, <laughs> ladies, you. he's married. <laughs> yeah, but and his wife is 32 years old. Okay, Great so Robert. yeah, so no, <laughs> you just go with it. Yeah. Okay, so he was saying like during the course of our conversation, mm-hmm. one of the things that jumped out at me was that he said. Oh, it's okay. I'm just gonna apply later when, um, when I have the money, because there's still time. The cutoff is 39 years old. Yeah, why wouldn't? Why? Why can't I wait? Um, the part where it says the cutoff is 39 years old. I'm not sure how accurate that is because I think the cutoff is actually 40 or 45 okay. years old for Canada. So I guess. But so he could wait even longer. But the problem with that is what? you get points for your age you get points the longer you wait isn't that just like losing your virginity (laughs) no it has to be balanced it's like um the highest number of points you would get for your age would be when you're 30 years old if you are younger not 18 or lower the number of points you get would be lower as well because this is just this is just my um the way I interpret it, it's sure. not shown on the website. You're prejudiced, yes. <laughs> it's like prejudice. But the, the thing is, it's like, you know, it's like 30 is the peak of, let's say, your career, mm-hmm. your education. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're old enough to have enough experience, sure. but you're not too old so that you will still be productive for a long time. Okay, a functioning member of society. Exactly. So we don't really want Not super like those young old people. Farts. <laughs> <laughs> farts are old. Okay. Old farts. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, so basically, we don't really want people who are young and probably really inexperienced, uh-huh. so that they wouldn't really be contributing that much. Okay. To the economy, and we don't really want really old people. So that their working years would be too short. Yeah. That's just again, that's just how I interpret it. It's okay. not shown anywhere on the website. Okay. It's just that that's how they put the points in there. So let's say my friend decides to apply at thirty nine, like he said, mm-hmm. he probably would have like zero points. And he was shocked. Yeah. He was surprised at that news. He's like, Oh, I thought there's a cutoff. Yeah, it's a cutoff. After which I'm not even sure again if the cutoff is 39. Mm-hmm. Okay, but again, it doesn't mean that. So you will, you could, you would still have a chance to be accepted after that. It's just that you won't get points for your age. And again, I have to reiterate this: every point matters. Yeah, point matters. Yes. Exactly. So do not assume that you will get points, even if you're old, 
older or that you have enough time. Always have a sense of urgency. I would Mr. Say. Ben Freeman, you gotta yes. like comply as soon as possible. Exactly, Ben. TikTok, TikTok. Good advice. Okay. <laughs> okay. Give me another one. Shoot me. Right. So another misconception is that applying to immigrate to Canada is expensive. Is expensive? Yeah, that's what people think. Well, I thought it was super expensive. Well, it depends. Okay. Okay. Do I, do I get more stuff if I get the more expensive thing? Application? <laughs> is there like more perks? You end up in the same country though, <laughs> and then you're on your own. Do I get it's more like... privileges? No, not really. Okay. As far as I know. You mean you Trudeau is not gonna shake my hand when I get my citizenship? Oh man, I was hoping for that. Okay. Oh no. That's what, you know. <laughs> no, it's all Sucker. <laughs> you bought the expensive one, didn't you? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, I was so hoping to meet Trudeau. Okay. We'll see. I'm going to stalk him in a while. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So, uh, people think it's expensive. It's, it, I would say it depends on your situation, but let me just say this. You just need a bunch of stuff, mm. like, for example, your IELTS, and then your education certificate as um, equivalency so for those I would say for the IELTS it's about 10,000 pesos and then for your education equivalency it's about 15,000 pesos that's all you need to be able to make a profile on Express Entry and then after that worry about the other things as they come it's like cross the bridge when you get there right so we we already talked about this the last last time around and um basically sure you need seventy five thousand pesos and then show money for how many it depends on how many people there are in your family oh man yeah i know that's where it becomes expensive but really the expense quote unquote sure. is a seventy five thousand uh-huh. the rest is show money you will need that money uh-huh. on your stay here in canada for your living expense that's why you're required because you're required to bring it so that you will be able to support yourself if you're coming alone or you know the rest of your family if everyone else is coming with you Mm -hmm. you have to be able to support yourself for at least six months if i'm not mistaken that's the amount you mean i can't mooch off the government straight off no (sighs) that's not how it works well that's how i've seen it (laughs) (laughs) from whom let's not name names (laughs) i'm so scared you hashtag serb crb exactly (laughs) sorry (laughs) crb oh but we both got serb hey is it a secret yeah yeah let's not tell people (laughs) all right another another misconception people have or let's say a fear that they have is taking the IELTS which is an English test oh man I'm scared of that yeah well it's not like it's a pass or fail thing yeah right you're just graded on your skill four dimensions listening speaking writing sex appeal. the other one reading yeah okay <laughs> This sex appeal thing is going to be like the fifth dimension. Okay, so uh, so those four, basically you're just given a number that says, that, that shows how good you are in each dimension of it. Mm-hmm. it. There's no pass or fail. You don't need a number that says, okay, you can come in. You just have to have a high, you want a high score just because you will get more points to get into Canada. Mm. 
So the points that we've been talking about, it's a points under the express entry. Mm-hmm. That's a program which started in 2015, okay. by the way. Could I use these points for anything else? Like a discount? No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> hey, this is a serious, serious subject we're talking about here. None of your foolish shenanigans, okay? <laughs> talking about points that can you use these uh, rather than going at an express entry. Is there like a. I don't know, like a slower entry that you could use these points <laughs> oh, for? Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so the IELTS, they only have two tests for mm-hmm. the IELTS. There's a general test, mm-hmm. and there, then there's the academic test. Mm-hmm. If you want to study in Canada, like let's say that's a pathway you want to go through, you mm-hmm. will be required to take the academic test, mm-hmm. which as people say are a bit harder. Mm-hmm. It's just a different format i would say you, okay. sh- you still get tested under four dimensions but okay. um so they just don't tweak a few things don't take the, take this, this the easier one <laughs> yeah but the general yeah just the general ielts yeah it's um it's what's required for for express entry let's say how is it though how do you how do you feel about that so is it like fairly easy well i would say that it always pays to review mm-hmm but you don't have to pay to review. There are free tests online. You can get tons of, what would you call it? Like materials for review. Yeah, yeah. Sure. materials is a great word. Exactly. Just Google it. Yeah. The power of Google. I, uh, for one, did not really, did not, did not pay. Google the answers, guys. Google the answers. <laughs> well, it, that's the thing. You don't really get the answers. You have to practice. Yeah. So, uh, I didn't pay any review center to help me with this although if you're more comfortable with that why not it's just that it's more money i'm just a cheapskate i didn't really want to pay so there are probably services where you can get the answers and the questions no they always change the questions but it's like they're very similar um every year yeah they have okay here let's do a scenario What's the okay? Okay. Let's be like, okay, give me a question. Okay. What, what was well, one no, of the questions that did? Not a specific question. Okay, let's say yeah. on the writing test. Okay. It's a writing test. Give me a different one. I don't no, like that one. No, that, that's like the easiest thing that you can. Okay. It's hard to practice per se. Okay. But for example, the writing test, um, you will be asked, you will be given a situation. Yeah. Let's say you have to write your landlord a letter stating that you will not be able to pay your rent and then enumerate the reasons. Can't pay, bitch. <laughs> no, it has to be a formal letter. And it has Dear So sir. you have to have you have to have correct grammar. Okay, here it is. And spelling. How it, this is how it goes. <laughs> Dear Mr. Landlord, Calma Space. Mm-hmm. I mean like enter, enter, and then hi. Oh you actually have to write it down. What? It's not typed. As in, it's, it's even writing. Worse. Yeah, so you have to practice. Okay. So let's say, like, on the writing stuff, under the general IELTS, you have to write a letter, usually. As far as I know, it's always that. I could be mistaken, though, but, you know, it's usually that. So it's a so, pen and paper thing? Yeah. You have to write it down, and then... It doesn't have to be long, that's the thing, because there's always a time limit. Wait, did, did they specifically say on, like, the yes, question, yes. write down? It is specific. It is highly specific. You have to follow it to the letter. Yeah. So, you know what? I think it would be better if we just do a separate thing just for IELTS. Just because 
there's so many tips that okay. could really help you well, out. Well, I'm just gonna tell you what I was gonna do. I was just, if they didn't say write down, I was just gonna have like, drew a money thing and then like an X and a <laughs> circle around it. Just give that. No yeah, money. Your score is gonna be like, what, two or something? Hey, the message is across. <laughs> it's English. No. Okay, give me it's a It's not. That's like hieroglyphs. <laughs> Show me another tip. Oh, okay. So another common misconception is that you have enough time. So this is related to the age part. People always think they have enough time. Like they, they, um, they do it. They reserve it for later. Let's say, don't. Why? Just don't do that because okay. you don't. Sometimes things can change. Like for example, like Canada now is taking so many. Yeah, so many immigrants because we need immigrants but that hole the window yeah that window <laughs> it could close anytime soon you don't know oh no you're right you're right let's go with hole yes. <laughs> no. let's go with window i okay. like that better sure. so yeah so you don't know when when that will close because they don't announce it beforehand uh-huh. like it has happened in the past if i'm if you know if i remember correctly yeah so there have been programs before like for example the caregiver program mm. they have caregivers What's this caregiver program? it's just i don't really know too much about it mm. it's just that someone else told me about it that, mm. that's how she got in here so she was a caregiver mm-hmm. um family member and then afterwards she was able to apply for the permanent residency through the caregiver program specific to those people mm. who came to canada mm. through that pathway after which they close it. Mm. Like, it was just, I'm not sure, less than five years maybe. Those people fucked up, man. It was open. <laughs> they fucked up. They but afterwards, like... yeah. So afterwards they close it and then I think they're opening it again. Yeah. So that yeah. could be an option. It's just that I'm not well versed on that one. Okay. Yeah. So do you your research know. next time. Okay. Yeah. Next I've... time we do your research, yeah. I'll, like, I'll ask you all the questions about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, you know, another example Express Entry. Yeah. It only started in 2015. Mm-hmm. Or they revamped it, mm-hmm. but people have been coming in through different uh, programs, mm-hmm. and then they just like put them all together, and it's all under Express Entry. Mm-hmm. So basically, you're putting if you put up your profile, your Express Entry profile, it's going to be in the pool of applicants. Like everyone's in it, mm-hmm. whether you're federal, whether you're skilled, whether you already got a job through a province. Or you studied here, or already had work experience here. You're all going through the same program under the Express Entry. Mm-hmm. It's like a different subset for each one. Mm-hmm. So don't assume that you still have time because, again, that window could close anytime. Sure. Right. Another thing is, okay, people don't research the steps, or rather, they don't have the patience. I would say. Yeah, I'm a lazy person. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> I don't want to read through any of your websites from last time. What? It's no. not even just a bunch of... It's it's one freaking website. It's too many words. <laughs> Shows your English comprehension. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Reading is not your strength, I know. Mm-hmm. So, but again, I would reiterate this. Mm-hmm. Just go look around. CIC.cc.ca. That's the official website. Just you don't for, know. You yeah. know, proper procedures and just like exactly the guidelines towards you know, mm-hmm. getting yourself. Yeah, I mean, other websites could 
provide information as well. But one, you don't know if they're out, uh, updated, okay. right? Like, you don't know. They could be wrong about a few things that would matter in your situation. Yeah. Right? So they're updating it with information that you may that may be relatable to. Yeah. You know your situ your specific yeah. situation. Yeah. You might qualify for certain things that yeah. you didn't, you know, realize. And, yeah, and also, like, let's say you go through another website. Turns out it's an agency. Not to shit on them, but you know they charge money for for want, whatever they do. So what if stuff. yeah? What if you can do something for free okay. on the official website? Yeah. That they charge for. Oh, man. So question. you know, like. It, it really just pays to do your research. I'm cheap and I'm lazy. What do I do? <laughs> Which is, pick one. Pick this poison. is why there's no progress in your life. Pick poison. I need to pick a poison. <laughs> okay, so uh, what is this? Cost of living in Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so people. What is what is what do we talk about? Like uh, people thinking. No, there's like a misconception about once you get here there is that oh it's the gravy train you're gonna get all the money that you can support your family forever yeah just that ability to kind of support people back home yeah it doesn't it could happen Mm -hmm. and hopefully it does Mm -hmm. but it doesn't happen overnight Mm -hmm. like not from the point where you get here Mm -hmm. um it doesn't always happen like that like there are some people who are able to do that i would say although a small percentage Mm -hmm. so like once you get here you don't really have work experience in Canada you're going to have to get work experience first and how do you start usually you start with a minimum wage job Mm -hmm. so that's enough to live on but not for extras Mm. not for extra stuff well for an individual that's enough like one person probably it's ideal like with some assistance Mm -hmm. from people it's manageable but it's gonna be hard yeah so just you know temper your expectations I would say again this is where great research comes in there are tons of uh, information there are agencies based in the Philippines I would say mm-hmm. also in other countries this other countries this is true uh, so in the Philippines there are some agencies that provide some sort of preparation mm-hmm before you arrive in Canada. Mm. If you're interested, like I would look them up. But you know, always oh, these guys charge again, don't they? Uh, there are some who don't. Oh. I actually yeah, I actually went through one uh-huh. who didn't charge me anything. And then they were like, Oh my goodness, you're leaving next month. You didn't prepare. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I thought it was prepared but I wasn't. But it helped. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you need to be reminded of that um, sense of urgency. Mm. You're like, I'm putting my whole life, you know, in two suitcases and I'm moving to another country and I didn't really prepare anything. Mm. It helped a lot. Like, for example, one great example I would say is um, they helped me with my resume. Mm. Because the formats in the Philippines where I came from are very different. It's garbage. (laughs) It's not garbage. It's just a different side of Oh, okay. Sorry, subpar. 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 How dare you? (laughs) But, like, for example, in the Philippines, it's usually employers require a picture on your resume. Of course, man. And, all right, that's how I got my jobs. Yeah. (laughs) They don't want the pretty ones. (laughs) (laughs) Blasphemy. (laughs) But, okay, whatever. So, there you go. Uh Um, We could do that for another day, but, you know, just 
keep that in mind. Okay, another thing is a work experience. Mm-hmm. So some people, um, they they make mistakes in terms of there's like a bunch of mistakes under this part. Mm-hmm. So let's say, oh, let's say you're um, you're licensed mm-hmm. in your own country. Mm-hmm. You get to Canada, you're not. One thing you should remember, you're gonna have to, uh, if I'm not mistaken, again, like study. I spent those all those years in dance school. What the fuck? It doesn't accumulate into anything. <laughs> Are you a licensed dancer? No, I'm no, more see, like see. self-taught. Oh, over the magic years. like this. <laughs> no, so license like you're an engineer or let's say an accountant or a teacher or a doctor. That sort of thing. So you will not have the same license here in Canada. Mm-hmm. It will not translate automatically. So look into that. You'll probably have to study and then take the board here, board exam, get the license through that, but it will take time. I would say tons of patience are very useful. And also, let's say, um, yeah, you've had work experience abroad. That helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Like you get points for the number of years you work abroad. It's, um, there's a term for it. International experience, like um, transferability or something. Mm-hmm. Of international experience yeah this sort of thing so it's like you being able to work abroad stay there you know be successful thrive whatever it means that you're able to adapt to the culture mm-hmm. and Canada is looking for that because this is a diverse place mm-hmm. like the country has its own culture mm-hmm. And the people coming in would be bringing their own as well. So it's a melting pot of different cultures. Sure. So you have to be able to adapt to that. You have to like, you know, be tolerant, that sort of thing. And one way to prove that is having been able to live and work abroad mm-hmm. for a number of years. Yeah. So that, that's a really good <laughs> place to start like in terms of work experience. If you worked abroad for like one or two years let's say three years mm-hmm. like i would say that's like the peak three, three years. years yeah that, 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 that would yeah. give you a After lot four of four years so like this person's running running away from something <laughs> I, no it's not that you're running no, away it, from what authorities or something yeah, exactly yeah. but yeah so um you get points for having worked abroad and even more if you have worked or studied in canada okay right so those are different those are other pathways as well uh, but the, uh, what we're talking about here is more on the express entry, like mm-hmm. focus again on the federal skilled worker mm-hmm. program. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so far, those are the only misconceptions that we could think of right now. Yeah, so we'll, we can just do another one later sure. if we have more to add, right? Yeah, if there's any other questions about this, you can probably leave us a comment somewhere. And yeah, hopefully this helps some of you guys. Thank you.